despite all the YouTube, basketball, even this show, I started as a writer and I am still a prolific writer. As a matter of fact, I send out emails damn near every day. I call this the daily game email. I want you to get this every day to your inbox completely for free. So simply go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com and get my emails directly to your inbox every day free of charge. Again, that's workonmygame.com. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get text by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. Your way and your energy and your style. Those things can never be replicated. Those are the things that you really need to focus the most on. Stayallday.com. exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. The reason most people don't reach their goals in life is not because they never ask themselves what they want. Most of you do that. It's not because they're not willing to do the work. Most of you do a whole lot of that. It's because they never ask themselves the third key question, which is, who do I need to be? I wrote a book called The Mirror of Motivation that is all about asking and answering that question of and for yourself. That's why it's called the mirror of motivation. In that book, you're going to learn who you need to be as a person so that you can go get into that right energy, then do what you need to do, and then you'll be able to reach your goals and have what you want to have. And that sounds like the missing link in your process. And let me give you a hint. It is the missing link in your process. I'll give you a free copy of the mirror of motivation. All you have to do is cover the shipping and just go to mirrorofmotivation.com. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. I will give you a free copy of that book so you can ask yourself the key question that you have never asked yourself, that most people never ask themselves, that will make all the difference in your success. Mirrorofmotivation.com. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work. Putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is identifying and embracing your unique ability. 
before we get into this, I remind everybody, send out a text every day, guaranteed to have you focus sharp and on point. Send one out every week. That's the same thing called the daily motivation and the Monday motivation. You can get those messages by texting me. It's free to join my text community. My number is 305-384-6894. We'll get fixed. If you don't get an immediate response, we haven't fixed the issues we've been having with that. But once it is fixed, you will. We will catch up on everybody and make up for lost time. Secondly, work on your game university. That is the place where I do all my coaching. If you want to be coached by me directly, if you listen to this show and I sound like the type of person who could help you get to where you want to get to, help you solve the problems that you are currently dealing with, whether they be personal stuff, mindset stuff, business stuff, strategy stuff, system stuff, when it comes to what you're doing in your business, accountabilities is to make sure things get done that are supposed to be getting done, or you're just looking to go to another level and you're not even quite sure what is in your way from doing it, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com and you can see what we are doing over there. If you listen to the show, you already have a pretty good idea what we're doing because Work On Your Game University is an extension of me and what I'm doing. So go to workonyourgameuniversity.com and we will take it from there. That's a great investment you can make into yourself right now, today, for your future. With that out the way, let's get into this topic, which is identifying and embracing your unique ability. Now, this is a topic of unique ability that I have touched on in a few episodes recently where I, when I've talked about building your brand, when I talk about putting your material out there in different formats, and I want to make sure people understand unique ability is not the same as just a skill or a talent. Right? Being very good at something is not your unique ability. And I'm going to explain, well, something like a job or a role or being in a particular industry, that's not what unique ability is. So today I'm going to talk about this subject in a very specific way. I'm going to help you understand exactly what it does mean. I just told you what it doesn't mean because a lot of people think when they hear the phrase unique ability, often think that it means one thing, but it actually means something completely different from that. And what I'm going to do today here is explain that and I'm going to help you understand it. So Let's get into it. Point number one the topic, once again, is identifying and embracing your unique ability. Number one, as I said, your unique ability is not a job specific skill. This is important. Now, you need to understand this in order to understand everything else I'm going to give you here today. This point right here. Your unique ability is not a job specific skill. So if you are a teacher, an author, a speaker, a professional athlete, a ditch digger, a web coder, and you are great at them. You may be the best there is at those things. None of those is a unique ability. None of them. Maybe you are very good at it. Again, maybe the best there is. It's still not a unique ability. When I have conversations with people on X, that's the app formerly known as Twitter, where I do actually engage with people in the comments. I don't do that anywhere else. But for some reason, people seem to and as often as I talk to people who are in the educational space, maybe it's just recently the topics that I've been engaging on, but there's people in this educational space. And I often notice that they will talk about their position in education. These academics folks talk about their position as if that's what makes them somebody like they'll say, well, I'm an authority on this subject because I teach at a college on said subject, whatever that subject happens to be. And they talk about the subject like, hey, I'm, I'm an expert on this subject, which makes them some type of expert on that topic. And that means that I'm supposed to listen to them or they'll say something like, well, I'm not going to listen to this person who I'm recommending or maybe this book that I recommend or they won't read this book that I'm recommending because it's, quote unquote, not written by an expert. Or they'll challenge me and say, well, you're not an expert on whatever subject we may be opining on, sharing our opinions on. As if the position that you hold is what makes you this someone who should be listened to. I 100% reject this idea. And 
I'm someone who has enough of a resume that I could use this the same way that these people I'm referring to, the same way that they use it kind of as an offensive weapon. I could easily use this against other people, but I don't do that because, again, I don't believe in this. This is why I'm saying what I'm saying here in this first point. I did an entire episode on this concept already, but these people who I'm referring to, they don't understand the concept of unique ability. And if you're listening to this and you have found yourself using this framing, you don't understand the concept of unique ability. And that's okay if you don't understand it, because maybe you never even considered it, but that's why I did this episode. So now you can understand it. Given these people's career choices, these people who say, well, I'm an expert at XYZ, and they're saying they're an expert at it because they have a job doing it. Being Having a job doing something, and even if you consider yourself an expert, again, that's not your unique ability. I'm going to help you understand why your unique ability matters as well, because Maybe you are. Maybe you do have a job doing something and maybe some people consider you to be an expert or let's just say that all these things are true. It's not unique ability. Unique ability is more important than your job or your expertise. And I suppose that these people, they don't have to understand unique ability because maybe they just stay in that space. They stay in that bubble. They can just stay there forever and they'll be fine. But you, entrepreneur, and I make this show with the entrepreneur in mind. This episode is made with the entrepreneur in mind. If you are an entrepreneur, you must understand unique ability. Now, someone who's working on some campus somewhere or they're an electrician or a plumber or they're making sandwiches at the local grocery store, maybe they never need to understand and embrace this. You, though, need to understand and embrace this. Or we're playing a different game than them. Unique ability is not related to what you do as a job. It is not. N-O-T, not related to what you do as a job. It is not related to your career or however you make money. Okay, it's not related to that. Unique ability is about what you personally bring to the things that you do and your way of doing them. Your unique ability is about your style and your energy and what you bring to the table as you do the things that you do. That's unique ability, which means it doesn't really matter what you are doing because your unique ability travels with you and it will be obvious to others who observe you doing what you're doing wherever you choose to take it. We're going to get more into that as we move into the next point. Introducing AG1, newest sponsor of Work On Your Game, the all-in-one daily supplement that takes your health and well-being to new heights. Now, you know me as a pro athlete. I'm very meticulous about what I put in my body. I still perform every day as an athlete. I got to make sure I'm putting good stuff in me. So AG1 has a powerful blend of 75 essential vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, and it is designed to provide comprehensive support for your body and your mind. So imagine having a personal army of health experts working tirelessly to optimize your well-being. That is what AG1 is. It's a synergistic combination of prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, adaptogens, and more, which means what? It means there's a bunch of stuff all working in harmony to fuel your body with the nutrients it craves. So say goodbye to the hassle of taking multiple supplements, get rid of that medicine cabinet that you have in your kitchen right now with all those pills, and embrace the simplicity of AG1, which is literally one scoop of this stuff with eight ounces of water in a shaker bottle that they provide, and that's all you need every day. But that's not all. There's more. When you try AG1 today, you'll receive a fantastic offer. Here it is. You're going to get a free one-year supply of vitamin D, which is a vitamin nutrient, vital nutrient for strong immune system and strong bones, along with five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment. This means you'll have everything you need to take AG1 on the go and never miss a beat in your health routine. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. 
That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out. And let's unlock the power of AG1 for a healthier, happier you. So point number two, today's topic, once again, is identifying and embracing your unique ability. So everyone understands the first point here, right? That what you do for a living, your job title, whatever is printed on your business card, whatever building in which you have an office is not your unique ability. It doesn't mean that thing doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you don't get paid. It doesn't mean you're not great at what you do. Whatever. That is not a unique ability. I'm making sure you all understand what unique ability is not. So I can tell you what it is as we go deeper. Number two, your unique ability is transferable between jobs and industries because it belongs to you personally. It does not belong to the task or the job. I shall repeat. Your unique ability is transferable between jobs and between industries because your unique ability belongs to you. That's why it's called unique ability. It belongs to you personally. It does not belong to the task or the job. This is the key of what unique ability is about. And again, this is why I said these people who I'm referring to that for some reason I found myself talking to people in the academic space, probably because I was commenting on some academic things in the news. These people don't understand the concept of unique ability. And as long as they stay in the academic bubble, they never need to understand this because they'll always be in the same spot. And those of you who think that the spot that you're in right now is the spot you're going to be in for the rest of your life, perhaps you may not need to understand unique ability either. But I would suggest that you learn it because even if you're going to stay in the same spot, you probably want to grow and advance and be better in that spot, provide more value in that spot, and hopefully produce more returns for yourself while in that spot. And the thing that's going to move you forward is not necessarily that you are better subjectively based on, I don't know who's doing the measuring, but you're embracing your unique ability because the more unique it is and the more valuable it is, the higher the returns you can command from the marketplace. All right, that's why this matters. So when I ask people, what is it? For example, I'll give you an example using myself. What is it about my delivery or approach or my skill or my game, whatever? I ask them, what is it that it makes me valuable to you. Nobody tells me it's because I have this framework around discipline, confidence, mental toughness, and personal initiative, even though I do have those things. Nobody says because, Dre, you're good at breaking down mindset, strategies, and systems, and accountability, even though I do actually do those things. They are valuable things, and I do them, and I do them at a high level, and I believe I'm up there. You may not consider me the best in the world, but I'm in the conversation in those areas, but that's not the point. When I ask people this question, and I get this from people who ask correctly, I mean, I, that I ask directly, is the fact that, Dre, I like the fact that you get straight to the point, that you're no BS, that you don't have fluff in your conversation, that I like you keep it real, like you're directing your delivery, that even when you make a point on something that I may not necessarily see eye to eye, I still understand exactly where you're coming from and why you're saying what you're saying. That is my unique ability. It's the way that I deliver when I'm delivering. So for those of you who have just come around, let's say if you come around this, the work on your game world anytime in the last eight to nine years, then I'm going to give you a further example that helps you understand why this is my unique ability. Because I could take this ability, what I just described to you, I could take this to anywhere I want to take it. I can talk about any subject that I want. That ability comes with me. Right? It doesn't matter the topic. Now, my background is in basketball. Right? Before I was talking this kind of stuff that y'all hear on this show every day. I was talking about basketball every single day. From 2005 to 2015, I was putting out basketball material every single day for 10 years straight. Now, about half of that time, starting about halfway through that, that's when I started also adding in mindset stuff. And that became the segue between 
the basketball audience and you all who are in this audience right now. Some of you have been in both audiences because you have evolved as well. But when I was making basketball material, everyone in my audience, again, 100% of my audience, first five years I was putting on material was all basketball players. These are people who are looking to play college ball or looking to play professional ball. Some maybe even high school ball, some of them even that young. Many of you listening to me today do not play basketball. And many of you have never played a single minute of basketball. And even those of you who have played, you may no longer be an aspiring basketball player. You're not trying to make it to the NBA right now. All right, maybe you had a thought, a notion at one point that maybe you would. Maybe you were trying to make the high school team or the college team or you were trying to play pro at some point, And maybe that's how you came across me. But right now, that's not your focus yet. You're still here in this audience. And I still have this very eclectic audience. I have people in my audience who are in the finance space. I have people who are in the military. I have people who are running IT firms. They work in the tech space. I have people, of course, athletes, athletes who have graduated from being the athlete to being the coach or the trainer or the analyst. I have people who are working in the sports that I never even did before. Believe it or not, in my audience, I've had softball players, and these are people who I've heard from, softball players, uh, wrestlers, uh, combat sport people, MMA fighters, boxers, equestrian, horseback riders. Believe it or not, I've had a, several horseback riders I've heard from over the years who listen to the show. And other sports, football, of course, baseball, hockey, who are into this audience. And these are things, all these things that I'm missing are things that I've never personally partaken in any of these things. Yeah, I still have these people in my audience. And why is this? Because even though my subject matter has changed, my delivery and my approach have not, because that's my unique ability. My delivery and approach is the same when a horseback rider consumes me that the basketball players back in 2009 were consuming is the exact same, that unique ability, the same thing that brings the horseback rider in, is the same thing that brought the basketball players in, is the same thing that brings the entrepreneur in today. Because that's the unique ability. It doesn't matter what I'm talking about. Everyone understand where I'm coming from? And I'm sharing all of this not to have you thinking about what it means, how it reflects on me. I need you to use me that I'm putting as an example here to think about how this reflects on you. What is your unique ability? And one way you can figure this out is to think back to other positions you've had, other roles that you've played in life before the one that you're in now. And what are some of the commonalities that made you valuable in your past job and the one before that or the one before that, that also make you valuable in the role that you have right now? And the more clearly you can zero in on that, the more strong of a grasp you will have on your unique ability. And then the more you can start leveraging your unique ability, because now you're doing it consciously and intentionally, and that will make you a higher level player because what you're doing is separating yourself from everybody else. You're not competing on, well, I'm just better at doing this thing, whereas 100 other people doing the same thing. You don't want to be in that kind of competition. You don't want to be in a better competition. You want to be in a uniqueness competition that, that only you can win because you're bringing something unique that people can only get by coming through you. And as long as you're offering something that people can only get through you, well, guess what? Now all roads lead to you. And now you get the people that you want because they're coming for the very thing that you bring to the table. They're getting what they want. You get what you want. Everybody wins in that process. All right, my delivery and my approach from back in the basketball days has not changed. All right, I deliver the same way now that I did then. I'm definitely uh, more articulate now. I have more resources in terms of experience and knowledge to pull from now because I got 20 years of experience on my back that I didn't have back then. I have achieved things that puts more, I guess we can say more shine on my resume, which brings more credibility to me, which does, we have to admit, bring more eyeballs and ears to me because of my status and the things that I've accomplished. But the delivery hasn't changed. It's the exact same delivery. 
you'll watch my videos from 2010 and listen to me now. It's the same delivery, same style. Let's get to the point. No BS. I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm not going to walk around the topic. We're going to talk about it exactly as it is, whatever that thing happens to be. Hasn't changed at all. The people who are getting it has changed. The subject matter has changed. My unique ability has not changed. It's traveled with me from basketball to the internet before we were calling it social media to talking about mindset to talking about business stuff to talking entrepreneurship to what we have here at Work On Your Game, which is, again, very eclectic. It transferred into all of these spaces from basketball and entrepreneurship, personal development and business because the ability has nothing to do with the subject matter. Let me say that again. The unique ability has nothing to do with the subject matter. Pick a topic. It doesn't matter. It still can deliver on it. This is an important point that you must understand. And I'll tell you one thing that when I was first getting into entrepreneurship, this is like into my basketball days, getting into professional just entrepreneurship days, thought leadership, writing, speaking, coaching, things like that. I remember I was sitting with Donna St. Louis, who's one of my early mentors. She's a professional speaker. And Donna said, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through all the jobs that you've had in your life. And I've had a lot of jobs. I probably had 15, 20 jobs before I got to the point that I became effectively unemployable, where I will never have another, whatever that number of jobs I've had, I'll, it will never get added to because I'll never have another job in my life. But neither here nor there. Donna was saying, let's go through all the jobs that you have had. And then she would ask me, okay, when you worked at that job, what was it that your bosses most valued about you? And as I started listing jobs, I said, well, yeah, I worked here from this time, this time. And what they liked most was this, this, and this. And I was just jogging my memory, just going through these jobs that I had. And this is like working at McDonald's, working at Rita's Water Ice, working at the movie theater. What was the thing that made you most valuable at these places? And I was coming up with whatever answers I could come up with. And as we went down the list of all these jobs, there were some commonalities that kept coming up. And Donna said, do you see these commonalities? The commonalities were that you were consistent. The bosses knew they could rely on you. Is that you were disciplined, that you were told to do a job. You did exactly what you were told. And you would be punctual. And you became just a dependable person, not necessarily in none of the jobs that somebody say you're just the best. There's a couple of jobs that somebody told me I was one of the best. But for the most part, the most value thing about me was the consistency, the discipline, the punctuality that I know what I'm going to get from this person. And that was in this is like 2014, 2015. We did this exercise almost 10 years ago. And do you notice again, those of you who weren't even following me, didn't even know who I was nine or 10 years ago. Do you notice that? Those same things that I just told you are the same things that many of you know me for now. That's what I mean when I say unique ability. And I didn't even know what unique ability was at that time. So again, the ability and delivery that I have now would be the same if I was talking about politics, if I was talking about celebrity gossip, or if I went back to basketball right now, let's say I decided to open a training business, I would have the same style. The job does not make your unique ability. You make your unique ability and you bring it to the job. You know those days in your life when you don't really feel like being at work, you don't really feel like doing the job that you're required to do, but you have to do it anyway? Yeah, those days. We call those days the third day. Everyone has them no matter what it is that you do, and you need to, if you're going to be a professional, have a system for getting through those days because they're going to happen. I wrote a book called The Third Day, the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs that systematically and strategically coaches you on how to get through those days so you can give your best effort when you least feel like it. I will give you a free copy of the book. Again, it's called The Third Day. All you have to do is cover the shipping and go to thirddaybook.com. Again, that's thirddaybook.com. Get a free copy of that book, How to Separate Yourself, the Pro, 
from the amateurs by showing up and giving your best effort when you least feel like it. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is identifying and embracing your unique ability. Number three, once understood, this will shine through no matter what you do. All right. This is what unique ability is about. Again, it comes with you. And this is the thing that makes you unique, different, valuable and needed in any space that you walk into. So you just got to find a space that actually values your unique ability because it ain't everywhere. There are some places that my unique ability and my style of delivery probably wouldn't do too well. All right. So I mentioned earlier academics. I, I would not last a week in the academic space. I would not last a week working at a college campus because those are highly politicized environments. And I don't do well in highly politicized environments because I'm not going to hold my tongue. I'm not going to not say something. And I'm not going to have anybody talk to me in any kind of out of bounds way simply because they got a certain status and I have a lesser status. And frankly, I would never put myself in that position anyway. But if I did, it wouldn't last long because I'm just not going to stand for it. So again, unique ability doesn't necessarily make you better than other people. It means you need to find where this ability is most value. And that's where you need to place yourself strategically. In the marketing world, we call this positioning. The good thing about unique ability and the world that we have today, folks, is that it doesn't have to fit into any pre-made positions. For example, what I do right now, there's no pre-made position for this. There was not like a job board posting on careerbuilder.com that said we need somebody who used to play basketball, who's now going to have a podcast and write books and do coaching and have a university who is a no BS, no fluff and get to the point brass tax kind of guy to go in, no start his own business. That, that wasn't a job posting. I created this on my own. That's the good news for you. The good news for you is that you don't have to fit into anything that already exists. You can make your own thing, but you need to know what your unique ability is and you need to stand firm on it so that the people who need it can eventually find and discover you and they can gather around. And now you have your own audience. You don't have to go to something that somebody else already made for you. And that's what I did. That's what I've been doing for the last two decades. And what I just told you, that's it. And you can do the exact same thing. Or, hey, you can step into a space that already exists. You can step into a role that needs to be filled. But maybe some of you, your unique ability will work perfect in the places where my unique ability will go terribly. Right, I told you I couldn't be a politician. Politicians have to lie in order to win elections. I can't tell people lies. I got to tell you the objective truth, which means some of it you're going to like, some of it you're not going to like. Right, you can't win elections doing that. You want to win an election, you got to tell people all the things that they want to hear and leave out the stuff they don't want to hear, even if the stuff they don't want to hear is actually true. You can't tell them that because if you tell them that, they're not going to vote for you. You won't win. So I couldn't work in politics. But some of you, your unique ability is suited perfectly to do that. I couldn't do it, but that's why we ain't all the same. Right? Every human being is unique. So you need to find your space. And again, academia. I cannot do well working in academia, especially at a, any type of liberal university. Please, I wouldn't even get called for a job interview, let alone would I, could I work there. And it wouldn't work because I'm not going to go along with the bullshit. I will call it out the first time I see it. And the first person I see doing it, I'll call them out. And that'll be the end of my career that fast. All right, I won't even make it to a paycheck. The whole point is I know what my unique abilities are and I know where they are valued. I also know where they are not valued. And I stay out of the places that those my unique abilities are not wanted. And I try to put myself as often as possible in the places where my unique abilities are valued. Everybody understand where I'm coming from here. And this is the same thing that you need to be doing. So I'm just using myself as an example here, but this is not about me. I'm telling you all these things so that you can get a good feel for how you can do it. I'm using me because you can get a tangible example of someone doing this in a space where, again, I didn't have to fit in any box. There's nothing wrong with fitting in a box. All right? Some boxes are perfect fits for the right people. This is why it's called unique ability. It's not about a job. It's about what makes sense for you. 
So as I referenced in a previous point, I can go into a completely different space. My approach would be the same. Subject matter and content would be different. My approach would be the same. Now, would it be valued or not? I got to be strategic and think about that because I don't want to go in a place where it's not going to be valued. When you understand your unique ability, you increase the opportunities you have in life because now you understand the thing that makes you special is not the job or the industry or subject. So now you're wide open. So I don't have to say, all right, I used to play basketball. Let me find something that is related to basketball so that I can fit into that box. I don't have to do that. See, my unique ability has nothing to do with basketball. The fact that I used to play basketball can go on my resume, but I am not limited to or by basketball. Everyone understand where I'm coming from here. Remember when I was doing one of my first, it was the first TED talk that I've done. I've done four TEDx talks. Remember the first TEDx talk I was going to do, it was in Broward County. What's the name of that school? I think it's called Broward High School. I think it's called Broward High School. West Broward High School, maybe West Broward High School. But anyway, first TED talk I was going to do, I remember the one of the curators, the curators are just the people who organize the event. They basically choose the people who are going to give a talk and they basically coach you through getting ready for your TED talk. So as I'm getting ready for my TED talk, this talk was called The Third Day. I actually did a TED talk on the third day before I wrote the book called The Third Day. And I remember the organizer, one of the curators, this black guy named Horace, he reached out to me and he said, well, Dre, me and the other curators have been talking about your talk and we love your subject and we're thinking about how you can best frame your presentation. And he said, when you come out on stage, here's what we're thinking. He said, how about you come out on stage holding a basketball and you give your speech while holding the basketball? Because that'll help people understand and connect that this whole concept of the third day came from you being a basketball player. And I immediately outright with no equivocation rejected that idea. I said, hell no, I'm not doing it. I am not stepping on the stage holding the basketball. I'm not going to take a whole bunch of pictures wearing a suit and holding the basketball. Because personally, again, no knock on any of you and no knock on Horace if he's hearing this. That shit is corny to me. Like, I don't need to hold a basketball. Let you know I used to play basketball to get you to respect what I got to say about business. That's just me. Again, I'm not saying any of you is wrong if you choose to do it. I see athletes do it all the time. People who are connected to basketball in some way, they put on their business clothes and then they hold a basketball and they take a picture with it. I see sports coaches do this all the time. They hold the basketball or the football or the, the boxing glove or the baseball bat and the whatever. And they take the picture and then they're giving you the connection visually that, yes, I'm in business, but hey, it's coming from this sport that I used to play. Personally, that's just not me. I wasn't doing it. I said, I'm absolutely not doing it. I remember when I was talking to Donna, Donna St. Louis person, I told you one of my early mentors, when we first got into, she was helping me just put together what became the skeleton of what is now work on your game. And I told her it was very important to me. I said, Donna, it's very important to me that I don't want to be the basketball player business guy. I don't want to be that. I am much more in the basketball player, not more than an athlete that bullshit people put on t-shirts. I said, I'm not that. I don't need to tell you that I'm more than a basketball player. I want my presentation to say it without me needing to say it. And I want my presentation, the way that I put myself out there, to stand on his own two feet without me ever even mentioning basketball. The fact that I played basketball becomes a footnote in who I am. That was my vision in 2014. So here we are now. And I think I have self-actualized that. I mean, I'm not done. I still got a lot more to do, but I believe I self-actualized that because I never wanted to. The only reason that I'm on stage or talking to someone or people listening to me, oh, he used to play basketball. So that's all I listened to. Fuck that. I was never into that. And again, I'll say for the third time, this is not a knock on any of you who does that because maybe that works for you. All right. That might be make perfect sense for you. It does not make sense for me. And that's why when Horace, the guy from the TEDx talk, said, hey, maybe you should come out on stage and hold a basketball where you give your speech. I said, hell fucking no, I'm not doing it because you're not going to listen to me talk just because I got a basketball. Oh, he's a basketball player. So now let's see what he has to say. No, fuck that. Just see what I got to say, period. 
The fact that I play basketball is a footnote to what I'm about to give you. Everybody understand where I'm coming from? And again, all of this is just my perspective for what works for me. You got to find out what works for you. This is the reason why we have Work On Your Game University, because I help people do exactly this. We got to find what your angle is, what your approach is, what makes you unique, what makes you different, where you kind of fit in perfectly. Like, what is your lane where it's like it just flows, where it's, you're doing hard work, but you make it look easy and it feels easy because it's perfect. It's the perfect lane for you. Give you another example. When I did my second TEDx talk, this is a couple months later, I was this TEDx talk was in Miami here in Coconut Grove in Miami. And that talk was called Dear Dre, How to Be Confident When You're Not. I believe to this day, I haven't looked it up in a while, but I believe it's my most viewed TEDx talk. And I remember when I did that talk and that talk was all about just literally what I said, how to be confident when you're not, how people can build confidence. And this is a big thing. Everybody's looking for confidence. Every human on the planet wants to be more confident. And I remember when I gave that talk, I used as source material a lot of comments and questions that I've been getting on YouTube over the years, because at that time, this is 2016. So I already had 10 years of basketball audiences asking me questions, and I even used them in some of the, the slides during my TED Talk. I think that's the only of my four TEDx Talks, the only one where I use slides because the curators of that event insisted that I use slides and they, they insisted that the slides would help the presentation. So that's the only time I use slides. And folks, I've been a professional speaker for almost a decade. I never, ever, ever use slides in my presentations, not even to this day. Somebody could pay me $25,000 for a keynote. I'm not using slides. And I will tell them I do not use slides. This is the only talk I've ever given that I have used slides, this one in 2016. And by the way, you can see all my TED Talks if you go to workonyourgame.com slash TED, T-E-D, workonyourgame.com slash T-E-D, you can see all my TED Talks. So I remember giving that talk, the video came out, and I sent the link to the video to my early mentor, Donna. And I sent it to her, I said, hey, my TED Talk came out, you want to see it? She said, yeah, let me see it. So I sent it to her, and the TED Talk's only like 14, 15 minutes. And she watched it, and she sent me a text message back, and she said, Dre, I didn't know how I didn't realize it when all this time we've been talking and you've been telling me about yourself and we've been working on stuff. I didn't even realize it, but I just realized it by watching your TED Talk. She said, Dre, you need to be talking about mental toughness. It's so obvious to me now. Now that I watched that TED Talk, it's clear you need to be talking about mental toughness. That is your lane. That is your zone. That's your space. And she was 100% correct. But she just needed to hear me talk about it. See, so once she heard me talk about it and she saw kind of the way that it flowed, the way it came out of me naturally, the way it kind of just was like, this guy is in his zone talking about this subject. He said, that's your zone. That's it. And here we are. And the thing that I want you to get from that is this is 2016. I've been putting out content since 2005. So that's over 10 years. I'm putting out material before I realized this is the zone. This is the space that I really can give the most value where it makes the most sense for me and it comes the most easily to me. And that means for you, when it comes to figuring out your unique ability, you got to get out there and you got to try stuff. You got to do stuff. Let me try this approach. Let me try this angle. Let me try this style. And again, you may know the topic and don't know the style. Maybe you know the style, but you don't know the topic, but you got to try different things to find what makes the most sense for you. So again, it's not the job. It's not the industry. It's not the subject. It's you and your way of doing things that no one else can replicate. Remember that unique ability is about what you bring to the table that no one else is bringing to the table. That's why it's unique. People can learn your subject matter and regurgitate your material to other people in their own audiences. So if somebody could read your book, then go say what you said in your book to their audience. They probably won't do it as well as you, but the information is not the thing. People can understand your process. Do it the same way that you do it. You can teach a process to somebody. But I've had staff who work for me. I taught them a process. They quit working for me. 
got hired away by other companies, stopped working for those companies, and started their own business doing the same thing that I taught them in my process. My, that's happened. And again, that's not a unique ability because it, it can be transferred. Somebody else can learn that. Somebody else can do it the same way. But your way and your energy and your style, those things can never be replicated. Those are the things that you really need to focus the most on. So that said, let's recap today's class, which is identifying and embracing your unique ability. Again, I've touched on this a few times, but I hadn't done a full episode on it. So here it is. Number one, your unique ability is not a job specific skill. Even if you're great at your skill, even the best in the world at your skill, that's not what makes it a unique ability. Okay. So you as an entrepreneur specifically, if you're an entrepreneur, you must understand your unique ability because you're not stepping into a box that someone else has built. You are building your own box and you need to be clear what makes you unique so that people, when they see you, they understand why you instead of the other 500 options that they have out there. Number two, unique ability is transferable between jobs and industries because it belongs to you, not the task. It doesn't matter what specifically you are doing. Your unique ability goes with you. I used to make basketball videos every single day for five years. The only content I ever put out was basketball. Even when I started talking about mindset, it was once a week. Basketball was the other six days a week. And that style that I had then is the same style that I have now, even though basketball is being completely eliminated from the equation as far as what I talk about. Why? Because my unique ability is not basketball. My unique ability is my style and my delivery and my approach. It does not matter the topic. And number three, once understood, your unique ability will shine through no matter what you do, no matter where you go. Again, I can go into a completely different space. I can talk about celebrity gossip or politics. My delivery and style are not going to change. And that's the thing that makes me unique from my experiences and from the feedback that I've gotten from people who have really connected with my approach. And again, many of them coming from worlds that are not the worlds that I'm from. All right, I played basketball. I played professional basketball. I got on social media and then I started a business. Many of the people who I work with and work on your game university clients, they come from completely different backgrounds and have done things that I have never done before yet. I can still serve them and work with them and they still connect with me, even though they are not trying to do the same thing that I'm doing. They don't come from the same world that I come from and they're not trying to go to the same places that I've gone because my unique ability is what makes me valuable to them. It is not that we do the same thing or have a specific skill. I got some skills, but that's not the main thing. The main thing is the unique ability. The skills are secondary. But all that said, folks, text me so you're in my text community. My number's down below in the description. Work on your game university. All right. Speaking of working with me, speaking of the eclectic background of people who we work with, go to work on your game university.com. You can get a taste of exactly what we're doing here. Our focus is based on mindset, strategy, accountability, and assistance, mindset, strategy, systems, and accountability. You want me to be your direct coach. If you would like to have me as a person who you can talk to on a regular basis to help you with whatever challenges you are dealing with, get you to the goals that you're trying to reach and make sure that we get to them urgently and quickly and being held accountable in the process. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That link is down below in the description. Work on your game. Dre, all day. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305 384 6894. Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me. 305-384-6894. People often ask me, Dre, is there any way that I could work with you directly? Is there any way that I could talk to you on a regular basis? Just ask you questions, share with you what I'm doing and just get your feedback and your insight on where I'm going personally and professionally. 
The answer is yes. And the further answer is there's only one place to do that. That is work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only place I work with anyone directly. All you have to do to get involved in the university is go to work on your game There you'll see all your options, whether you want to schedule a call with us, join one of our group programs, and we go from there. I'll see you inside. Again, that's work on your game university.com.